Hello, friends. It's your old pal, Ariel Hawani, back with another exciting edition of the Hawani Show pod. And as you know, the UFC is off this weekend, a rare off weekend for the Ultimate Fighting Championship. But we here at the Hawani Show, we don't stop. We keep going till the break of dawn. Big news on Tuesday. Jake Paul, Ben Askren, they're actually going to fight in a boxing match on April 17th. More on that in a moment, but I do want to shout out the one and only, the incomparable, the inimitable Stephen A. Smith and his new show on ESPN+, Plus, the platform that Chell and I built. It's called Stephen A.'s World, and it's full of his legendary hot takes and interviews with some of the biggest names in sports. If that sounds like something you're interested in, just visit ESPNplus.com for more details. And on top of that, there's a brand new ESPN podcast that I encourage all of you to check out. It's called First Take Her Take. It's a great show. I highly recommend it. All right, get that wherever you get your podcasts. And of course, listener discretion is advised. Enjoy. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Ariel Hellwani's. Back in your life on this Wednesday, January 27, 2021. Hello again, everyone. Welcome back to a brand new edition of the Helwani Show presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated daily fantasy app and yes my friends i know we're a little late on this wednesday there's a reason for all of that i will explain that reason at a later date i promise you there is a very good reason for that it all will make sense but we are here no use in crying over spilled milk we got a lot to get to of course ufc 257 in the rear view mirror conor mcgregor loses to dustin poirier on Monday with DC, we talked about where Dustin goes from here, where Connor goes from here, where does Gaethje fit in, and and Habib, and, and 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 Nathan Diaz, and Tony Ferguson, and Dan Hooker, and RDA. I mean, who could forget the now infamous notepad that uh, has already been uh, requested by the MMA Hall of Fame that does not exist, and and everyone's doing memes about it, Kayla Harrison, all this stuff. But on Tuesday. We got some breaking news. I broke the news Tuesday morning that Jake Paul, the problem child, everyone's favorite boxer, is in fact going to box Ben Askren on April 17th, parts unknown, 10-ounce gloves, eight-round fight, 20-by-20 cage, ring. I keep saying cage. It's in a ring. It's a boxing match. Ben Askren's first pro boxing match. Third pro boxing match for Jake Paul, the younger brother of Logan Paul. 1-0 as an amateur, by the way. Coming off the big win over Nate Robinson. This has turned the entire combat sports world upside down. Everyone's like, oh, how could you pick Ben Askren? He can strike. He was knocked out by Jorge Masvidal. Why don't you pick that guy? Why don't you pick this guy? But now you've got the MMA media covering this. You've got the MMA fans talking about it. You've got the MMA fighters. This has now become Jake Paul versus MMA. He called, uh, in, in my interview with him that you'll hear in a moment, he, he called MMA 
a brawl and not an art, which is funny because, of course, it's called mixed martial arts. I mean, he's playing this perfectly. And everyone's eating it up, hook, line, and sinker. And so he picks Ben Askren as this guy, 36 years old, who's coming off hip replacement surgery, who retired from the UFC. They gave him permission to do this fight. And everyone thinks that Ben Askren is going to get smoked. But excuse me, excuse me, have we forgotten that Ben Askren is a two-time national champion? Have we forgotten that he's a two-time Dan Hodge trophy winner? Have we forgotten that he's a 2008 Olympian? Have we forgotten that he's a one championship champion, a Bellator champion? I mean, yes, you can say all you want about his striking, but let's not forget that this guy is tough. This guy's a fighter. He took a knee to the dome by Jorge Masvidal that would have knocked anyone, including a horse, out. Chill out on the Ben Askren disrespect. And so today on the program, we are going to hear from Ben Askren about the making of this fight and why he's taking this fight and his confidence going into the fight. And we will also hear from Jake Paul, my first time ever talking to Jake Paul. And I have to say, I enjoyed the conversation for the most part. Yeah, he says some kooky things, but he's a smart young man who knows how to promote himself. And there's a lot of fighters out there who can learn a thing or two from Jake Paul. First up, though, funky one, Ben Askren. Enjoy. Let me ask you, when did the talks to fight Jake Paul in a boxing match begin? How did this happen? Yeah. Uh, so it was actually two years ago in our entire year. If you remember, it was November of 2019. We're in 2021 right now. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> time um, is flying. Well, he fought that box. He fought that basketball player. Yep. And like that week, he was saying he wants to fight me. And I'm like... I don't know. I'm sitting on the couch. I'm not doing nothing. And um, okay. So then a couple weeks later, some of their people reached out and I, you know, I, Oh wow. Okay. This is, I thought he was just like saying a bunch of names, you know, like some people do sometimes and uh, they were serious. So then it's like, okay, I had actually started working out a couple weeks prior because, you know, I had hip surgery. I couldn't do anything. I had gotten overweight cause I love to eat. And I'm like, Hey, I probably should start working out because I don't want to be fat. And And, you know, I know myself and here's myself. I have to actually like have a reason to like not eat ice cream and diet. So I was actually planning on like going to do some wrestling matches maybe at some point this year uh, just to be competitive. I enjoy competing. Uh, And then this came up and it seems like the perfect opportunity for me. Uh, The guy's not really a boxer or a fighter at all. He's a YouTube star. Um, They offered me a bunch of money and I'm excited to do it. Okay. So when you were offered the opportunity to do this, um, was there any kind of like basically it seemed like everyone was going after him, right? It seemed like he had options. There was Dylan Dennis out there. There were other pro athletes. Yeah. Why did they pick you? Because it seemed like he had the pick of the litter, right? Uh, well, I, I'm a marquee name, obviously, Errol. Um, the Dylan Dennis little bitch. I think he's legit scared of Jake Paul. Like, I that is, I can't prove that. I have no <laughs> proof for you, but just just to feel, I'm pretty good at getting feelings of situations. My feeling is like, yes, Jake Paul actually wanted to fight Dylan Dennis for, for, because he's really a big little bitch. And Dylan Dennis is actually scared of Jake Paul. That's uh, legitimately. I'm not uh-huh. messing with you. So I do think I was second pick. Okay. Okay. Cause, cause Dylan right now is, is claiming online that Jake ran away from him. That is complete. From my understanding of the situation, that is completely untrue. So when his people reached out, I said, sure, I'll do it. I mean, I don't, I don't care. Right. It seems like a fun time to me. Um, and that's why, like, I don't I understand some people saying, like, why would Ben Askren do this? And, and I, you know, I've said this before, but when I was in high school, you grew up in Canada, so this probably happened to you. Like, we had boxing gloves in my house. Mm-hmm. And every once in a while, you know, when me and my buddies were bored on a Friday night, it was like, hey, let's go back to Ben's house and let's box each other. Like, that happened, you know, dumb high right. school stuff. 
Like, right. you fight you, you fight you, you fight you. And yeah. we called it a good time. So when they asked me to box, it's not like I'm going to box Mike Tyson. It's not like I'm going to box Roy Jones. Yeah, I would be, if I had to box those dudes, I would be genuinely worried. I would be nervous, right? Or maybe name another good guy. I would be, right. I'd be like, oh, shit. Even if I had to fight, like, in a boxing match, some of these MMA guys. I mean, Errol, I stepped in the cage with, like, trained killers, like guys who did this for a living. Jake mm-hmm. Paul is a YouTube star. He was beat up two guys who have literally never been in a fight before in their lives. Like the notion that this guy's good at boxing is delusional. Now I understand you were still under contract with UFC. So did you mm-hmm. have to get their permission to do this? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've been in, yep. I've been in talks to them. They gave me permission. They didn't really see a huge issue with it and uh, we're good to go. That is nice to hear. Now, yeah. is this a case where like Connor fights Floyd Mayweather, they're getting a cut of the pay-per-view or is this all you? It's all me. Uh, well, I, I did. Uh, did that really happen? I'm not sure. Yeah. Oh, they got. They, yeah, they made money off that fight. Was that proven? Because I thought that was like conspiracy theory. Well, you think you think they were just kind of walking around like happy to take part? No, of course they had to take part in the cut of the whole. You know, Are you sure? the, the whole pot. Yes, I am sure about that. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, that's not a conspiracy. No. That's that's good business on their part, right? They had to give Connor permission to do this. It was going to make a lot of money. You got should it. be happy that they're not taking money. I appreciate that, UFC. Thank you very much. <laughs> okay, so that's one question uh, that I think a lot of people are wondering. The other one is, how could you box? How could you compete? How could you train after coming off hip replacement surgery, which you had in August, correct? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, September first. September first. So, okay. This is funny. So this guy, uh, John Wayne Parr, you know who that is? Yes, of course. Very good. Very good. Uh, Muay Thai fighter. So he had the exact same surgery I had. Um, and I was following his Instagram. I think he did it maybe two or three months before me. I'm not, I'm not exactly sure of the date. And I'm watching this dude train on Instagram, you know? And I'm like, dude, he looks like he's going full go. So I sure up. I reached out. I said, dude, are you like, are you going full go? Because my doctor told me I shouldn't go full go for a year. And he said, yeah, I've done, I'm three months out. And they said, I'm clear to go anything I want. Like I could do a real, like he's going to do a real fight, you know, like mixed martial arts or Muay Thai. Uh And so he said, yeah, my doctor gave me full go after three months. So I got pissed and I'm like, wait, why am I waiting a year? This is crap. And, uh, and I called my doctor or the assistant or whatever. And I said, Hey man, this guy's good. This guy's good after three months. Why do I have to wait a whole year? And he said, he said, well, listen, that guy's rates of, of failure or whatever are, are lower than mine or higher than mine, the doctor, right? I said, well, what's your rate of failure? And he said, one in a thousand, one in a thousand. Wow. And I said, well, that's not a very high rate. So, so I'm like, I'm like good to train. He's like, well, we wouldn't advise that. And I said, well, man, that dude's going full go. I'm like, maybe I won't go full, like I won't go full out wrestling like next week or nothing, but I'm going to, I'm going to start working out and everything. And so I started working out and, um, dude, it's, it's better than before. I mean, honestly, if I would have known, if I would have known what the outcome of the surgery was going to be mm-hmm. and how I felt, I would have done it after the first time I retired. Wow. Yeah. It's, it's like so much better. I mean, like I had a lot of back pain and I did not think the hip really had anything to do with, like, I knew probably it was like on this side, but I didn't think it had to do with the full back pain and like back pain is gone. Uh, just everything is a lot better. I sleep much better. Everything's good. What about mobility? Cause I mean, you're boxing, dude, right? So, so much better. So you don't feel better. restricted. Oh my, dude. No, I feel so much better. Wow. Like, okay. Yeah. Like not even close. Like I was doing, I did a workout yesterday on the rowing machine. Um, and I was hitting numbers I'd never hit before. And it was literally cause my range of motion is, is way different than it was 
when before when I couldn't, you know, my hip was restricted. I had these like really bad range of motions on things. And now I'm like so much better. Um, have you ever had a boxing match? I know you haven't had a pro boxing match, but have you ever done an amateur fight, a smoke, any kind of boxing match before? No, I've not. Uh, do you have, well, I mean, a- so in the gym, if we're, I guess smoker, if you want to say like in the gym, yes, there was days that when I was at Duke's where he said, all right, we're boxing today, just boxing rounds or we're kickboxing today, just kickboxing rounds. Like, yep. yeah, there's plenty of those days. If you want to count that, who will be your corner? Uh, I'm actually after after this, I'm gonna go sit down with Duke and kind of like hash out a training plan and kind of put a team and camp together. Um, I'm not entirely sure yet how it's gonna work out, but I'm gonna sit down with him and make a plan. Will he be a part of your team? Um, so I want to say I think he might be cornering someone else that day. Don't quote me on that. Okay. Um, but he will. I, it's very likely he'll be a part of my camp in some way, shape, or form. Um. Obviously, like I didn't even sign the deal till like two days ago. So mm-hmm. I had started training and getting in shape because I wanted to train and get in shape. Then when it got like a little more serious, I had like turned up the training a little bit where I was starting to do like every single day. And I started meeting with my strength conditioning coach again. But we didn't really like have this finalized to, until like two days ago. And, um, and you know, they, they were throwing around some dates that were much earlier than April mm-hmm. 17th. So actually, I feel you know, like 12 weeks, it's like 12 weeks from right now. That's kind of like a long time and I'm in relatively good shape already. So yeah, I feel really good about it. This is a fight that was put together by the Triller Fight Club team. He's a Triller fighter. Do you think they picked you because they think that he is going to beat you very convincingly? He's going to knock you out. You're going to be another highlight reel. This is part of the progression in his career. He went from YouTube guy to NBA guy to now fighter. Do you think you were picked because they think that you're an easy fight? I mean, there's probably one, one of the, I mean, I, I don't know, easy fight, but easier who of a real fighter. Yeah. There's probably not a high level of belief in, in my standup, which I listen, I'm fine with that. And at, at the end of the day, um, I was never trying to be a great standup fighter in mixed martial arts. I was trying to be a, a great fighter. Um, I took people down and beat them up 19 times. I mean, if you look at my 19 fights prior to George, uh, I took every single person down almost, yeah. almost every single round. There was two rounds. Um, I think about 50 or so where I didn't get a takedown. I guess Jay, there's two rounds where I didn't take Jay Haran down. So I was very, very highly effective in my strategy. Um, I've also never, besides Masvidal, unfortunately, I've never been knocked down. I've never even been rocked. There was nothing close that ever happened. So I'm highly efficient at not getting hit as well. Um, and that's, again, with a wider plethora of strikes slot. You can elbow me, kick me, knee me, punch me, whatever, mix my shorts. And none of those trained killers were able to hit me very hard whatsoever. So we reported this, you know, a couple hours ago, and I've looked at some of the comments and especially from your fellow fighters and the majority of them are counting you out. They're saying this is an embarrassment that Ben is going to get knocked out, that they're picking an easy fight. And this is what blows me away. And I, I would have loved to get your, your take on it. As you said, 19 and oh, you started yes. your career. This notion that Ben Askren, like, I, you know, I covered the majority of your MMA career. You yeah. were as dominant of a fighter as there was in MMA, right? Yeah. And then, of course, mm-hmm. the Masvidal fight happens. And now the whole, I feel like the whole history of your career has been changed to where all of a sudden you're like this easy out. Does that not piss you off? That pisses um, me off and has nothing to do with me. How does it not bother you? Well, it's, it's, it's this, you know what? Actually, I heard a great quote this morning. You want to hear this great quote? Sure. And I said, so on my podcast I was on, I mentioned... Uh, that a lot of people in Wisconsin seem like kind of to not, they, they have a distaste for Aaron Rodgers. And the one guy is actually, he's not from Wisconsin, but he's a Green Bay Packers fan. And Aaron Rodgers had, I guess he has a saying, kill him with indifference. 
And I thought that was really interesting because I always feel like that's how I am with you know, Twitter. It's like, you don't read the comments. You can't think about what people are saying because really in the big picture, it's, it's relatively irrelevant. And so if you look at um, my fight career prior to going to the UFC, it was always this, you know, anyone doesn't like you. Oh, he's never really fought anyone. Oh, when he beat Lima, Lima was not good or he was young or whatever bullshit. Right. So it's always, there's always this uh, notion that human beings, and this is, this could be, we want to discount other people. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, yeah, I mean, I had one bad fight against George um, and listen, I never made this dude. I was, I was not in good shape that entire year because of my hip. I never was a little bitch. I didn't make excuses about it. And to me, it is irrelevant. I chose to compete under circumstances. That's what I competed under. But the notion that my prior MMA career, like I beat Douglas Lima five rounds to zero, none of which were all that competitive. Douglas Lima is a really, really high level guy. I was just that good at fighting. It's that simple. Everyone wants to fight this guy in the fight game. They want to shut him up. Do you feel like you're doing this on behalf of the fighting community, the MMA community? Is this MMA versus boxing? Is this fighting versus YouTube? Are you taking that on your shoulders? Um, I don't know if I like the MMA community. <laughs> um, you know what? So I guess what I, what I would say about this is, um, you know, everyone who's like a real fighter, they understand. And this is whether like, I would even consider like wrestlers, fighters, or ju- maybe jujitsu, right? Anyone will say a combat athlete, but what, they understand what it's like to really be a fighter. They understand what it's like to go through hard circumstances and battle adversity and deal with it. They understand that thing, that toughness. Jake Paul is a little bitch boy. He is some rich celebrity who wants to pretend he is a fighter by fighting guys who are really bad. I mean, Jake, uh, no, what the, what's that last bo- uh, basketball player's name? You know, Nate basketball. Robinson. Thank Nate you. Robinson. Nate Robinson. And the other jabroni fought. I watched, I never watched that fight. I watched it last night. It, w- it was really bad. Really, really. It was not good arrow. Like uh, you might've done just as well as that guy. Oh, thank um, you. <laughs> <laughs> but so he has this notion he wants to be a fighter and it's, it's almost embarrassing to real fighters. Like it's embarrassing to guys who've actually been in a cage or they've been in a battle, even, you know, in wrestling or jujitsu, like those type of people, it, it's embarrassing. This guy is, you know, parading around like he's actually a real fighter. Objectively though, you, you can't give him any kind of credit. Like it does seem like he has hmm. skills for a two and O fighter no like i mean it, he doesn't look like a guy who's a fish out of water you you, you can't give him some credit well how can you no i know i i really can't i find it very difficult to do so i mean how can you give him credit when he's fighting guys who literally look like they've never fought before like Mayor, you watch you oh, watch you a lot of fighting you nate robinson and this other guy yeah do you really think they've ever fought before any type of fight no, no, but you could tell when someone has proper technique, right? Or at least knows what they're doing in there. Who's taking it serious, good shape, has a good team around. Like he's got, you know, pro coaches and former. Well, how do you know he's in good shape? He fought one round. Well, I mean, you just look at the physique I, in that regard. Physique like, doesn't have anything to do with shape. <laughs> spoken like someone who has had his physique criticized. Fair enough. It just looks like he's taking it seriously. No, like he's not out to make a mockery of the sport of boxing. Would you agree with that? Well, you know what? I, I think he's uh, he's out to make money, which sure. uh, you know what? He, the, the Paul brothers are probably pretty good at that. But um, I've actually been, I've been thinking about this, you know, the social media thing. I, I think a lot of them report way more money than they actually make. And, you know, really when you're a social media thing, all you have is like social media star. All you can do is put stuff on your social media but to actually create an event 
where you can make money. And boxing is one of these things where you can be not very good at it. And people are still interested in it, you know? And so literally Nate Robinson and the other, I don't even know the other guy's name. They uh, and and son Gibb. I'll that guy. Son Gibb. Yes. Yeah, another YouTuber. Another YouTuber. They had literally never been in a fight in their life. And so the notion that we're going to give Jake Paul credit or say he's good, I guess the one thing I would give him because he did hit those guys pretty hard. Now they weren't very hard to hit because they'd never been in a fight before, but he'd hit them pretty hard. So I'll give him that. Are you worried that if you get knocked out by him, this will change the narrative of your entire career? This will take away from the, the, the Dan Hodge trophies, the national championships, how is losing a boxing match anything to do with college wrestling? That is insane. It just, honestly, it blows me away that people speak about you the way in which they do as a fighter. Like you deserve yeah. the, you're a Hall of Famer, in my opinion. I'm saying, I, you know, I know we have our jokes and stuff, but you, yeah. you are a Hall of Famer. You are one of the best and most dominant fighters in the history of mixed martial arts. And oh, by the way, collegiate wrestling. And oh, by the way, yeah. Olympic wrestling. And they speak about you like, you know, some schlub off the, the corner of the streets going in there to fight. Like, you're not a YouTuber. I'm I blown mean, away by this. I mean, no one who knows me. You want me to be me. your manager for this? Listen, ben, Errol, Errol I, will, I will reference the Aaron Rodgers quote again earlier. Yes. Uh, kill him with indifference. Anyone who actually knows these sports does not feel that way about me. Okay? And if they feel that way about me, they do not understand wrestling and mixed martial arts. And so and I'm, know, in, I'm this- indifferent to their opinion. I am completely indifferent. But you know, in this day and age, memes, right? People make memes of the knockouts and all this stuff. Yeah, I know. I've you know, I've seen a couple of those with George Masvidal. So you're indifferent. <laughs> Fair enough. I, yes, I'm indifferent. Listen, okay. I, how many times? Listen, Errol, guess random guess. Yeah. How many times yeah. you think that Masvidal gif has been played? No, I get it. I get it. Like I mean, a million, a million well, plus. So, so he says he's going to knock you out faster than Masvidal. Your LOL. response? Lol. <laughs> how much are you making for this? A lot of money. You're happy with it? I'm very happy, yeah. More than UFC? More than I've ever been paid for a single fight, yeah. Wow. Paid well done. Well very done. Well, you, yeah. you know he makes it personal, right? You know, you, you saw some of the comments he made about Connor, made it yeah. personal. I don't know if you noticed this, but uh, I just noticed on Instagram, he's only following two people now. Do you know who? Who? My wife, probably. Triller and your wife. <laughs> my, my wife's an outstanding lady. She's, yeah, she's I know. Well, well, I've met her. Well, well worth the follow. Love- She's lovely, but th- yes. are you worried about this? That he's going to make it personal? No, I'll be. In- Dude, he's some high- he's some YouTube nerd. Like I give a shit what this guy thinks. Have you ever met him? No, no. I don't. I don't care. I watched. It. I did watch a few of his videos the first time he called me out, mm-hmm. and it's one of these things. Arrow, listen. I might be a boomer. I might be a different generation. I don't get. You're not that I- old, by the way. You're only listen. 36. I know. Six. What were you the same age? How old I'm are you? 38. I'm older than you. Okay. Listen, so uh, you get this. This is one old guy speaking to another old guy. Right. I don't understand why this guy's popular. Like I watch his stuff and I'm just like, I don't get it. Like I don't I don't understand what these teenagers seem like. He's not doesn't seem that funny. He doesn't seem particularly talented. Like I genuinely don't understand what people see in him. Is this the beginning of a boxing career for you? Like, let's say you're not oh. this could open up oh. a door to a whole new world. Listen, if, okay, listen. Well, and this is what I said when I retired in, from MMA. And you, you, can, you can play back the tape. I'm sure I said this. Yep. I have no intention of ever training to be a world champion in mixed martial arts before. Or again, right? Mm-hmm. If something interesting came up at some time, maybe I would say yes. Okay? But I will never be a full-time fighter again. Okay. And I, and I, I will stick by that. Something interesting came up, 
I'm taking advantage of that. Something interesting. I think it's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it. I'm being compensated well. And uh, that, so I'm going to do this. And will I say nothing will ever, ever, ever happen again after this? No, I'm not saying that. Right. What I am saying is I will never be a full-time fighter again. Can I tell you what would be really cool? Like yeah. if you bring an all-star corner, like you get DC out there, you get Chael out DC there. DC said I'm going to lose. Can you <laughs> believe this guy? I thought he was a friend. DC, I can't believe you. Oh my gosh. We, don't right. get, he's, he, he's, he's dead. Out? Tell, tell he's him, dead I think you? you do a podcast. Tell him he's dead to me. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Um. So, all right. So April 17th, uh, it is official. And I think you can have a thing here. You say you don't want to have like an actual I don't want to have a thing. I love what Listen. I'm doing here. I'm podcasting. I'm coaching wrestling. I'm really no, enjoying know, it. Imagine I'm buying some Bitcoin. That's going well. Hey, did you, you buy any Bitcoin? No, I haven't. I can't Dog, wrap my head around. What are you doing with your life? Are, are you being paid in Bitcoin? Is that true? Did you ask you for You know that? what? I don't get this whole... I, okay, listen. Here. I don't understand the, I, being paid in Bitcoin. I love Bitcoin. I don't understand yeah. why people say they want to be paid in Bitcoin because it's like this. Listen, I get a paycheck. If I want to go buy Bitcoin, and I probably will buy some more Bitcoin, I'll just buy some more Bitcoin. Like, why do I need to be paid in okay. Bitcoin? I don't need to. Like, if I get a check and I want to buy Bitcoin, I'll, which in this case, I'll probably buy some more, I'll just buy it. I don't need to be paid in it. I don't get that one. You know what would be great? boxing you versus jake and then mma he has a wrestling background you know that right i thought his brother wrestled but i didn't think jake wrestled i think he did as well mma would not be competitive Ariel. Would, would, that, would you, that would, you would be embarrassing would uh, i mean listen if you want to give me free money sure yeah okay official prediction tko round seven round seven wow yeah. that late yeah it's gonna take so me because I, I don't have a huge amount of power it's gonna take me some time to wear him down and make him hate his life and okay. then, uh, you know, eventually he's going to say, look, I'm a rich celebrity. I don't need to get fucking punched anymore. I'm just going to roll over. TKO round seven. You're going to work yes. the jab, go to the body a little bit. Do you think Grind we about. maybe we should team up? I could teach you a few Helwani boxing tips. Well, yeah, I, I, I might buy one of those nerdy balls. Are you going to do it? Too. Please do no, it. Probably I think not. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe you say, do you send me some Bitcoin? I'll consider it. Okay. This right. is something, it's, it's a crazy thing, something that was born on the internet. I guess it's apropos considering, you know, where, where he comes from. What's apropos mean? I don't know. Uh, appropriate? Educated. It's appropriate. Appropriate. Okay. Yes. It's kind of a French uh, term. In any event, uh, you are officially fighting Jake Paul, the most polarizing fighter in the world. Is he really? It's, well, I mean, people hate the guy because they feel like he's- well, you know, well, so why do they hate him? I don't get that either, right? Feel, I don't get why he's popular- like he is, He's insulting the the sanctity of boxing. You know what's brilliant about this fight, by the way? The brilliance of this fight is you have the boxing fans who are all riled up because of his existence. Now you have the MMA fans who are going to be interested because of you. The MMA media is going to cover it because of you yeah, as well. Absolutely. I mean, you were the perfect guy in many respects. It was I either appreciate you or Dylan Dennis, and apparently you say Dylan didn't want the fight. Dude, Dylan's such a... Can you believe how much of a little bitch this guy is? And now he actually wants to act like he wanted the fight. Like, listen, I will give you this, and this is... I don't want to crap myself. I was number two. I was not in the driver's seat. It was all... It was Dylan Dennis. But Dylan Dennis is actually scared of a YouTube star. That's so embarrassing. The, the one thing I do want to see, I, I, I will admit, I got a FaceTime right before... Uh, we we did this from mm -hmm. your old friend Darren Till, and he started, <laughs> started laughing. Darren Till's said, not my friend. Take that back. He said you're going to get knocked out, and I said, Darren, how could you? This is a member of the community. This is a this is a brother. It's a fraternity. And he said, no way. And you and he said you could tell because I said I'm about to talk to you. He said you could tell Ben I said that. I'd like to see you get a little support from the MMA fighter. Community. Darren Till, no. Listen, I don't I don't like them that much. 
they don't like me. It's fine. I'm great. All right. Uh, good luck to you, Ben. Congrats on getting the fight. Thank you for the time. All right. You got it. Peace. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Now let us say hello to the man who will be fighting Ben Askren on April 17th. Parts unknown, at least for now, he is one of the most uh, popular characters on the internet, the very polarizing, the very controversial Jake Paul 2-0 as a pro boxer, 1-0 as an amateur. It just broke this morning. It's going to be Jake Paul versus Ben Askren, April 17th, an eight-round pro boxing match, 10-ounce uh, gloves, 20 by 20 ring, all those things and more will be discussed right here. And my first conversation with Jake Paul. It is nice to meet you, sir. How are you? Good, man. Good. Yo, hearing like you're the first person I've like heard it for like say it out loud. Let's let's go, bro. Like that sounded really nice. April 17th, 10 ounce gloves, pro fight. Man, this is my first headlining event. And hear, just hearing you say that, man, I'm excited. Well, congratulations. So let me ask you, uh, it did seem after the Nate Robinson fight uh, that a lot of people were coming after you. You had a lot of suitors. You could have chosen a lot of people. Ultimately, why did you choose Ben Askren as your next opponent? Yeah, we were we were talking about five or six guys, uh, M- MMA fighters, some celebrities, uh, an NFL guy. And when it came down to the ink meeting the paper and then being like green lighting this and being like, let's do this, these guys it turned out a lot of them weren't as serious a, a, as we thought. Um, I think, I think people don't like to give me props for my boxing ability, but deep down they're like, damn, this kid, this kid can, can fight. And Ben Askren was really the only one who was serious about it and that wanted to make it happen and was ready to go. So kudos to him. Uh, but there, there was guys like, you know, Dylan Dennis, I wanted to make that fight happen. He was all over social media. I threw, to- uh, like muddy piss filled toilet paper at his face. Like people wanted that fight. People wanted me to fight Ben Askren. People wanted me to fight McGregor. People wanted me to fight Diaz. I think all of those fights will happen eventually, but Dylan Dennis blamed a knee injury. Conor McGregor just lost. Nate Diaz is tied up by the UFC. Ben Askren was really the only one ready to go. And he's, he has less losses than McGregor. So, (laughs) you know, uh, and he's a, he's a legit fighter. He's finished 12 people in, in his professional career. Uh, and so for me, it's, it's a perfect fight because people want to see me fight a real fighter. They, want, they, they think that this YouTube kid is going to get knocked out by a real fighter. Did you pick Ben Askren because he was the easiest one to knock out? There are a lot of people who say <laughs> he was knocked out in five seconds by Jorge Masvidal. His stand-up isn't very good. Did you pick him because he was the easiest opponent? No, I think, I think Dennis would be the easiest opponent. You know, uh, Askren has, you know, 20-something MMA fights, has been in with Robbie Lawler, the tough, tough guys. Uh, I think anyone would have been knocked out by Masvidal's knee. 
that knee that landed was deadly. It would have knocked anyone out. Uh, so I think Dennis would have been the easiest fight by far, you know, but these MMA guys, just because they throw punches doesn't mean they can box. This is why I'm so confident in my ability to destroy these guys is because they have no head movement. They're slow. They, you know, aren't going to the gym every day and boxing. They're throwing elbows, kicks, wrestling, jujitsu. The list goes on. Boxing is an art. MMA is a brawl. And that is why I'm calling out all these people. And you're going to see, people, people will see. I say it every single time. I say it in every single interview. I predict when I'm going to knock these people out. I predict what the media is going to say. And, and you, people are just going to see one by one. Ben Askren gets knocked out. Dennis gets knocked out. Diaz gets knocked out. It's going to happen. And people will replay this interview and be like, wow, this kid really just predicted all of this shit. So when will you knock him out? What's your prediction for this? You know, I, I've been talking with my team about this. I'm just, I'm, I'm too sharp right now. And, and we're 82 days away from the fight. April 17th is in 82 days. And, you know, in, just in practice this morning, I'm, just, I'm too sharp. I'm too fast. We, we wanted to be nice and, and say like, hey, you know, it could go three rounds. He has a good chin. I just think by the end of this camp, it, it, it'll, it'll end up being a one to two round fight. Uh, he, he's slow, you know, um, and my speed will, will immediately show and he will be getting hit from every single angle and uh, there, there's not much he can do. And he's never been, he has never had a boxing match. So it's, it's different than MMA. You can't just you can't just when when you when you're hurt you can't just shoot your little takedown Ben <laughs> can't do that buddy sorry he told me earlier today he predicts a seventh round TKO of you what's your response to that As, <laughs> my response is go Google Ben Askren striking <laughs> uh, you know it's not gonna go that long it's not gonna go that long I don't I don't even think he'll hit me I haven't been hit one time in the face uh in, in my past two fights so i haven't even been punched as a as a pro boxer one time nate robinson landed one body shot uh in, in a clinch uh i i don't think ben Askren will even hit me that's that's my prediction so, so your response to that was go google ben Askren's striking i know i see all the the gifts and all that stuff so and, and clearly you don't respect the striking so then it goes back to the previous question why Ben Askren? Like I, if, I don't I don't respect a lot of MMA fighters striking. Gotcha. Okay. Like even even watching Poirier, you know, he did a great job against McGregor, but I, and he's in, and he's in South Florida. Uh, Poirier is, and so I'm putting this out there. I would love Poirier. I would love to spar you in a, in, in boxing because when when I see these guys, their stand up game, they're just we're like. I don't know. It just doesn't. It doesn't impress me. A lot of these MMA guys. So I, I would. I want to go spar at Poirier. Uh, so Poirier, if you're watching this, you know, let's get in touch because I would love to set up a sparring session. You can help me out with my fight for Askren. But uh, I don't know. I'm just not. I'm not impressed with these guys boxing at all. 
you mentioned Dylan Dennis. Uh, he's been very vocal today, uh, posting things online, um, DMs, all that stuff, saying that you ran away from him, uh, that he was ready to go. Can you clear the air? Would you have fought Dylan Dennis on April 17th? In, in other words, why isn't Dylan Dennis your next opponent? Yeah, it seemed I, like I, that was the one that, w- that we were building towards. Yeah, so I, I put the biggest offer he's ever received uh, on, on the table. How much? Uh, seven figures. Okay. And I, we know, you know, he's probably getting 50 to 100K to fight in, in Bellator. This is the biggest offer. He lives at his mom's house. Um, th- that's, that's a fact. Like, this guy lives with his mom in, in New York somewhere, or New Jersey. And he wanted so badly to fight in the summer, I think because he wanted to train, like have extra months to train because of his knee injury. But that knee injury was over a year and a quarter. Like it was literally 15 months ago, his knee injury. So I don't get how you could still blame that. Plus he's posting videos sparring on, on his Instagram. And so we're talking to his manager, Audi, about the McGregor fight and about the Dennis fight. We showed them the $50 million proof of funds for the McGregor fight. They kind of go silent. Then we're talking about the Dennis fight, and they're like, well, we want to do one MMA, one boxing. You know, Dylan's a big name. He knows how to draw a crowd. Uh, But we have to do it in the summer because his knee injury. Guys, the fight's happening with or without Dylan. We're not waiting until then. The fight is happening late March or April. That's what we told them. We put the biggest offer they've ever received on the table. And they're blaming, they're blaming a knee injury. I think D- Dylan and I will fight eventually, maybe not after he sees what I do to, to, to Ben. I think legitimately Dylan knows how good my hands are and he's trolling. He, he's, you know, commenting on shit. He knows how to use social media. But when the rubber meets the road, this guy can't fucking strike either. He's a fucking jujitsu guy. So uh, he's capping. I, I'm, I'll fight anyone. You know, and and I have a list of people, and they're all gonna they're all gonna get crossed off eventually. Uh, you 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 referenced the fifty million dollar offer to Conor McGregor. Uh, how close to that number is is Ben Askren making on April seventeenth? Nowhere near that. <laughs> Nowhere near that. Is he making seven uh, figures? I, I don't know. I can't say. I can't say. I don't want to. I don't want to reveal like contract details or or anything like that. Um, but yeah, you know. What about you? How much do you stand to earn from this? A lot, a lot, a lot. More than the Nate Robinson fight? A lot. Yeah, a lot. <laughs> uh, that, that's all I say. I mean, look, I knocked out, I had one of the most viral knockouts in history. And people say, oh, he's cocky or he's boasting, whatever. That's just, that's just a fact. Due to social media, due to the awareness of it. You know, I have grandmas coming up to me and being like, oh, you're the one that knocked out Nate Robinson. Like everyone saw it. And that event did almost 2 million pay-per-view buys, eighth biggest pay-per-view in history. Um, so when you, when you come off a fight like that, you know, I have a lot of steam and momentum behind me and that's just, that's just the way it is. And I'm a businessman at the end of the day, this is, this is a show business. There's the show and then there's the business. I'm a prize fighter. I do this for a prize. I'm not just fighting for the fuck of it. Uh, so, you know, that, that's what excites me about this sport, everything about it. But, uh, there's a reason why Mayweather was one of the highest paid athletes of all time. And that's, that's my goal. And that's what I will achieve in the next five years. You, you see what other boxers make. You know, those, those purses are generally disclosed and they're fairly accurate. MMA as well. Those aren't as accurate. But based on what you see, like where would you put yourself in terms of highest paid fighters right now? Top five. Top five. Wow. Um, could I ask, you know, this is the first time we've, we've had a chance to talk. 
when when did this dream start for you? Because I don't know if you've seen some of my stuff with DC and others. Uh, I respect your skills. And I could tell that you're taking this very seriously. I don't think that you are a sideshow. I mean, I know you're not fighting top-level guys, but you're also 2-0. and Like, you know, no one fights top-level guys at 2-0. and So it's clear to me that you're taking this very seriously. It's also clear to me that you have skills. Like, I think a lot of people have a hard time saying that. I have no problem saying that. I'm just wondering when the dream started for you to be about, like, was this something you always wanted to do or did someone kind of lead you down this path? You know, I've always been a competitive athlete. I was a Division One Ohio State wrestler, had over 200 wrestling matches, was a football player, all state. I can run a 4.4, 40-second yard dash. Um, but I moved to L.A. when I was 17 to act and become famous and create content. And that's what I did. And that's how I built my brand, by making content, marketing myself, acting, doing YouTube, doing my business, all that stuff. Uh, and so when I was doing all that, I wasn't competing. And so when these YouTubers and everyone started fighting, I was the first wave of that. Mm. And I, after my first amateur W, you know, we sold 1 million pay-per-views, the first event, they sold out Manchester arena, 30,000 people were there. And I got a, I got a knockout in the fifth round and I fell in love with the sport. And I was like, wow, this is fun. This is exciting. It's everything I love to do. And I just had this like burning desire just to keep going. And it's only growing and growing and growing. And what, you know, I call it the boxing bug. Uh, and I feel like I was literally put on this earth to do this. At, at any point you foresee yourself fighting, you know, just the regular guy that you would fight when you're 10 and 0, 12 and 0, 13 and 0, not necessarily a celebrity, uh, another athlete, a YouTuber, just at some point you just kind of foresee yourself being on that path to, you know, just regular boxers, right? Because you haven't done that yet. I think it, if the business makes sense, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and, you know, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not here to have 45 fights and try to, you know, do all of that. Uh, I'm, I'm here to do good business and, and to have fun and to put on massive events, you know, you see Floyd Mayweather, you know, engaging with my brother. Like those, those, those are the fights I want. Big fights that are going to make history and break pay-per-view records. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not here to do anything small. So if it makes sense and it's big names and big pay-per-views, then I'm down. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C. Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Why do you think your presence in boxing bothers people so much? It's amazing to me. Like even today, breaking the news, the text I got like, oh, Jake, why, why are you reporting on Jake Paul? Ignore this guy, all this stuff. And the, the, the old school boxing media, 
I feel doesn't want to cover you. And then the the old school fighters, you know, there are some obviously like Tyson, he gave you the rub, but it just seems like your presence in boxing, while it does seem like you're taking it seriously, you're surrounding yourself with respected people like uh, BJ Flores and Shane Mosley prior. For some reason, it bothers people immensely. Why do you think that is? Uh, I think I think people don't like change. I don't think they can comprehend how good this is for the sport. I'm literally bringing 20, like I have 50 million followers across all my social media platforms. That's like 24 and under. I'm bringing a whole entire new audience to boxing that's gonna grow the sport. What we're what I'm doing here is only positive. And so I think people who don't like change, the the boomers, the the baby boomer generation who is just gonna hate on any kid that that wants to become successful. I think there's a lot of jealousy. I'm making more money than than these people who have who have been in the sport for all this time. And so of course, when there's money and greed and envy, like that's gonna show through emotion, and they're gonna hate. At the end of the day, these guys are just haters. Uh, I'm, I'm loud, I'm, I'm cocky, I'm young, and I'm just doing shit differently. I don't need the promoter. I don't need half the shit that these boxers need. I'm my own marketer, I'm my own promoter, I'm my own distribution channel, I sell my own tickets, I sell my own merchandise, I talk my own shit, like I'm disrupting the system right now. And the, the people who are haters are gonna hate on that, and the the people who have open minds and want to see dope shit happen, they're going to support me. Where will you train for this fight? I understand you, you moved from LA, right? You talked about the, the distractions there. You needed to get away. Will you go back to big bear? Or are you going to be somewhere else? Uh, we're here. We're here in Miami training. I wanted to channel Masvidal's energy since he's in Florida. Um, <laughs> I wanted to uh, link up with Masvidal. Um, Spar- will you? Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm I'm linking up with Masvidal tomorrow. Okay. Um, yeah, he's gonna he's gonna help me train for this fight, and hopefully I can knock Ben out faster than Masvidal did. I know, <laughs> seems seems like a lofty goal, but if I can get under four point nine seconds, then I can break his record. Um, are you surprised that the UFC allowed Ben to take this fight? He's under contract with them. They had to give him the okay. Are you surprised they did so? Yeah, I am. I am a little bit. I think. I Why? think when Ben when Ben loses, it's going to be a bad reflection on the UFC and and the MMA community in general. And I, I can only imagine how much Dana White fucking hates me. So, <laughs> um, but I, I do know that uh, I do know that you know this this could be good for them as well. So you know I don't know I don't know what their what their game plan is or whatever. But uh, I am surprised that they let him out of his contract for sure. Obviously, recently you, you, you targeted Connor, right? You, you made that offer for $50 million. Uh, you made it personal. You, you spoke about his fiance. Why, why did you go there? Why did you feel the need to go that far over the line? Uh, I, I wanted to piss him off, you know? I wanted to make a lot of noise. And I wanted it to become personal right away uh, because I, I truly believe I, I can beat Connor McGregor. And... People don't want to watch a fight where everyone's going in there being like, hey, buddy, good luck tomorrow. Like, that's not the type of fighter I am. We're, if we're going to go into a fight, no, like, I'm going to fucking destroy you and anyone you're affiliated with is a part of the wrath and can, can be attacked. McGregor's done it. McGregor has attacked Khabib's wife, Khabib's religion, uh, thrown chairs at people. 
like this is the fight business. If people are gonna get offended, they get the fuck over it and and fucking choose choose a different sport. Go go do gymnastics or some shit. To the best of your knowledge, was that ever considered that fight? M- McGregor? Yeah. For sure, for sure. Um, his manager Audi was like, "Send proof of funds, or else this conversation ends right here." Who, who the fuck is this kid to talk shit about Connor's wife? So we send the proof of funds. I think his tail goes between his ass and he's like, oh, this is not a joke. Um, and looking in hindsight, you know, McGregor got paid a five million guarantee to get knocked out by Poirier. You should have take, took in the easy fight for 50 million, right? So he, he literally just got knocked out, embarrassed in front of the whole entire world. The worst fight he's ever had for five million dollars but he could have fought a YouTuber kid for, for 50 million. So I think now they regret it. I don't even know if I'll, I would consider like, I want to fight McGregor, but it's just not as hype as it was before. I think he has to go get some wins under his belt and then maybe I'll consider it. You know, he made more than 50, uh, 5 million though, right? Like that's just what they disclose. 5 million base. No, for sure. But 5 million base. I don't even know if that's true to be honest. Pay-per-view buy. Let's let's say let's say it was let's say he made thirty million total. I, I'm guessing that's probably what he made thirty million. That's still twenty million sure. less than fifty million. And by the way, this is fifty million guaranteed, Connor. You're still getting the back end on the Jake Paul fight as well. The Jake Paul versus Conor McGregor fight sells two point five million pay-per-view buys at seventy-five dollars. You know, and those types of numbers are two hundred million plus gross. When you say that he got embarrassed, I, I understand where you're coming from. But do you, do you at all see why some would view it as disrespectful to a guy like Dustin Poirier? I mean, Dustin Poirier is one of the greatest fighters in the history of the sport. No shame in losing to him. So why would that be embarrassing for Conor to lose to him, in your opinion? I think it's embarrassing because he already knocked him out in the first round. It would be like, it would be like me fighting Nate Robinson a couple of years from now. And Nate Robinson knocking me out. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to. He's a real fighter. I'm not going to fucking let that happen. <laughs> uh, and Connor, Connor has a lot more to lose than Dustin. Connor, you know, has access to better training, better coaches, better science, better everything than, than Dustin. And for him to drop the ball on it, okay, maybe if it goes five rounds and it's a battle and. It's like a Diaz fight and he barely loses. Cool, but he got knocked the fuck out. Didn't know where he was. Limped out of the stadium. I noticed uh, on your Instagram, uh, you only follow two people now, Triller and Ben's wife. Why is that? She's thick, bro. She's what? She's thick. Okay. With like two C's, like T H I C C, thick, like she's real thick. So I don't know, like I just thought she was bad. So I, I don't know. I mean, maybe after I beat Ben, I'm just, I don't know. You know, he, when I spoke to him earlier, he's like, you know, this kid's, he's a clown, he's a YouTuber. I'm going to, you know, I think there's a, an angle building here. Like he'll do this for the fighting community. Do you feel like this is, Jake Paul versus MMA is this Jake Paul versus the like how how is this being built in your mind? Yeah, I think it's I think it's Jake Paul versus every single Jake Paul hater. <laughs> That's one, and then there's Jake Paul versus the MMA world, uh, and and then there's Jake Paul versus Ben Askren. Uh, you know, 
he he is seriously underestimating me and I'm watching it unfold just like Nate Robinson did, just like all my opponents do. Just like just like everyone does. I like people don't people don't get it. People don't get me. They don't understand me. They don't understand my ability. They don't understand the vision I have. They don't understand the roadmap. They don't understand how serious I take this shit. They don't see what I do when the cameras aren't rolling. They just see this like loud, arrogant kid talking shit on his on his Instagram being an asshole. And that's what I want them to see. That's why I'm a marketing genius. Last question uh, for those who may be mocking this right now or who may be saying, ah, I've seen Ben get knocked out already. What am I going to see here? I don't trust his striking or I don't want to support Jake Paul. You, you, you've you seen it all. You've heard it all. Why should people buy this pay-per-view on April 17th? Uh, I, I'm adding Ben Askren to my knockout meme collection. You know, everyone was posting the shit out of the Nate Robinson knockout. So you want to see one of the best produced Triller Fight Club events, Snoop Dogg commentating musical performances, uh, crazy undercards, like legendary undercards. And then if you want to see another viral knockout live and watch it happen, I mean, you're going to want to tune in. Uh, it, will, it will be one of the best events of the year. And I think it's going to be a really fucking good fight. You know, people, people are sleeping on Ben Askren saying, oh, you're boxing a wrestler. Well, guess what? He's boxing a Disney channel actor. So, you know, at the end of the day, you know, it's war, it's a death match. And it's two guys with a lot to prove a lot riding on the line. The, the whole MMA community is, is banking on Askren to knock out Jake Paul. You have my millions of fans wanting to see this knockout. This is going to be a movie, a literal, a literal movie. There's so much at stake. And, if if you're if you don't watch the fight, you're you're the one you're the odd person out. You're gonna have the FOMO. So tune in April seventeenth, uh, and, and you're gonna get your money's worth. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. All right. So that was a lot of fun, something a little different. There's a lot going on, like I said, in the world of combat sports between what happened on Saturday and now this fun fight. Look, I... I know a lot of people take their combat sports seriously, and you should take the actual action seriously. But guess what? This type of stuff, call it what you want, freak show, whatever, circus, this type of stuff has been happening for 100 years. To suggest, and by the way, the UFC was built on this as well, like to suggest that we are all above this sort of thing, a fight between a kid who's 2-0, and who, by the way, is taking this very seriously, whether people want to admit it or not, and a guy with the resume that I spoke of that Ben Askren has, like, trust me, way worse has happened. By the way, your beloved UFC had CM Punk, who had no experience, zero experience, a guy who I like. I, I mean, like, I really like CM Punk as a human being, but let's be real, zero athletic experience other than pro wrestling, and they put him on two UFC main cards. Like, to suggest that we are above this is absolutely absurd, okay? This is what combat sports, in, in many respects, was built on, and if you don't like it, don't don't like it. But like this is this is legitimate stuff. I hate to tell you all, it's legitimate stuff. And of course, Jake Paul is picking Ben Askren because he thinks he can knock him out. 
he went from a YouTuber to a basketball player to now an MMA fighter. Who knows where he goes from here? And, and maybe maybe Ben can shock the world. It's going to be a spectacle. I am hearing of other very familiar names who are going to be a part of the card or at least close to signing up to be a part of the card. <laughs> There's an audience for this. I can tell you that much. There's an absolute audience for this. Jake is taking a page out of the Floyd Money Mayweather gimmick with the jewelry and the money and talking a big game. It's an interesting time, and I'm curious to see how it all plays out. So thank you very much to Jake. Thank you very much to Ben. Good luck to him. And by the way, shout out to Amy Askren, Ben's wife, who if you follow on Instagram, is playing this up. She's trolling the troll. Like she's DMing him back. She's saying that she's his realtor in L.A. for his house that he put up in the market. Amy Askren, well done. I like what you're doing. Um, Some unfortunate news. No DC in Hawani on Monday, but there will be a Hawani show on Monday with some interviews and some familiar names. So I'm not leaving you totally hanging, but no DC and Hawani will be back the following Monday. And I do want to let you all know that you can continue to rate, download, subscribe, review all those things and more. It's very important. It helps us out a lot. I appreciate it very much. And uh, no UFC event, of course, this weekend, they are off, but there are some other events going on. There's one championship, there's LFA, There's a big KSW event as well. So there's always something to watch if you're an MMA fan. And I do want to thank everyone who continues to rate, subscribe, and review to the program, including my friend Gerard Brown, who writes the most fun MMA podcast. I absolutely love this show, he writes. I've been listening to it on YouTube and iTunes since day one. The hosts are two of the most genuine guys speaking about the one sport I love. I finished my master's program and have begun my career in higher education with this podcast. Really? Higher education? That's pretty incredible. I hope they continue this for years and years. One of my favorite things to look forward to each and every week. Keep it up. Thank you, Gerard, who also gave us five stars. As you know, I'll be here each and every week. I don't know if I uh, can say the same for Daniel Cormier taking off next week, but I will never let you down. I'm the one constant, so have no fear. All right, I'm out of time. It is late. I'm sorry we are late, but I wanted to give this all to you, and uh, I appreciate everyone for being patient. And like I said, there's a reason for all this, and I'll explain it in the the not-too-distant future is what I'm saying, okay? All right, I'm out. Thank you, TST. Thank you, Ben Askren. Thank you, Jake Paul. Thanks to all of you. Much love. Back next week, same time and place. Until I say peace, I'm out of here. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.